So a couple of things you need to know about going to Columbia, South Carolina. First off, it doesn't matter how nice the weather is here in Athens. It's going to be 747 more degrees there. I'm convinced it's four miles from the sun. The second is you will never meet a fan base that has more history of Wake Forest and attitude of Notre Dame than the University of South Carolina fighting Gamecocks. And third off, they had one opportunity this offseason to make it better, and they messed up by not going with Cock Commander. What's up, everybody? This is Scott Duvall, one of your co-hosts of the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast, and this is episode 316 of the Waiting Since Last Saturday podcast. Tony had me off my game on that. That was an excellent intro, Tony. Excellent. This is the Georgia-South Carolina preview show. Uh, hopefully, we are in your podcast player. Hopefully, we're in the Apple's podcast player. Our uh, post game from the Sanford game showed up on Tuesday with a record date of Friday. Go figure. But anyway, this is the uh, the preview show, and we're about to get into it. So uh, here's Will to get it all started. That <clears throat> that is how good this podcast is that we were able to recap Saturday's game on Friday and get all the details correct. That's right. So, just so you know. Uh, so, listen closely to our predictions on this podcast because we got, we got them down. I mean, nailed some down of ours. Pretty good. Yeah, some of ours. Some of them are pretty good. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I, do we have to put the explicit tag after the, uh, you know after the after, Cock Commander? Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. But it's a after, name. It's just a name. It's not yeah. like we called him General yeah, Cock or General. It's not bad. But after all the, the craziness with Apple Podcasts and it not showing up, but showing up on other players yeah, and so other I, podcasts, I don't even, I don't even care oh, anymore. Man, I mean, man. I do. But. He's been throwing <laughs> eggs at everyone that looks at an iPad lately. That's how mad <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that, <laughs> that Scott is. He's so uh, mad he's going to go get an iPhone 16 this week. <laughs> um, hey, uh, it, the SEC season for Georgia mm-hmm. has begun. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Number one, Georgia. Right. Georgia is number one in the Saints for the first time since, okay, like since right before the SEC Last championship weekend. game. <laughs> Two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> the, the SEC championship game. I, it is kind of funny. You know, I was thinking about it because, you know, every single time a coach, their team gets number one. They always. I've yet. I've yet to see a coach. Be even when Kansas was number one for that weird week when Eric, when Man Mangini or Mangino was Mark Mangino was their coach. Eric Mangini, Eric Man, bum, the Man Genius, yeah, the Man Genius. Um, but uh, wrong no coach ever is like, yeah, it's yeah. awesome that we're number one. We think we're the best, so thank you, America, for agreeing with what we think in this in this locker room. And remember. Urban Meyer's been number one many times. Of course. Did he say that? No, no I'm saying he yeah. would have. No, yeah. Absolutely would have. If anyone was going to. Yeah. I think uh, <laughs> um, I'm not going to make a lap dance joke. I'm just not going to. <laughs> um, more to the point, you know, I, I think it's interesting that. You're a big fine mama, baby. I'm sorry. I had to. We just, my bad. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Um, what's, what's interesting is that, like, I generally don't believe coaches when they say that. But not only do I believe Kirby Smart that he doesn't care about being number one, I don't actually care about being number one, which is surprising because it's kind of cool, right? Like generally speaking, ostensibly in a vacuum, it's pretty cool that your football team is number one in the country. There's a whole bunch of them. There's a lot of money being poured into a whole bunch of programs. People spend their entire lives dedicated to try to get to this point. There are some Hall of Fame coaches and incredible franchises that never get to be number one. It is rarefied air. The Illini, shockingly, have never been number one. Pretty, pretty, pretty exciting stuff. And 
here it just feels like yeah that doesn't mean anything at all and i feel like it'll even mean it'll mean even less when the playoff expands because mm-hmm. then, then then it will really not mean anything but it is kind of interesting that like three years ago I mean, the first time that Georgia was ranked number one, when was the first time they well, ranked number one? On a I, think it, I think it was uh, 2017 because the red and black had the largest font headline and I saved a paper, had Sonny Michelle on front. It was when they came out number one in the BCS rankings or, or oh, I yeah. don't know, the CFP yeah. rankings. I still have that paper. I haven't framed it yet, but I remember staring at it. I remember I was at the Chicopee building. I was filming a video over there at the Chicopee building kind of near Broad Street. And I grabbed it out out of the uh, red and black container, for lack of a better term. Paper box. Paper box. And I remember staring at it. And I took a picture of my iPhone. And I think I tweeted it and shared it on my Instagram. And it was amazing. But yeah, you're right, Will. Yeah. And now newspapers are dead. So you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> uh, but um, also, uh, I think you're right. Like It's just not a big deal. Like, we kind of suspected I think I kind of thought they were going to be number one halfway through the second quarter of the Alabama-Texas game. I think at that point, it was probably pretty clear they were going to be number one. You know, as with everything else, again, I wonder, I don't know if this will change or not when the playoff expands, but right now it just, it, it, it actually doesn't mean anything, which I would argue is the next stage of Georgia becoming Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, this is, yeah. This is the next stage. And it's so funny to watch after all this time. Remember, we've been doing this podcast a long time and all, like, we were not sure about the Rick firing and certainly not sure with how it was handled and, and a lot of that stuff. But the whole thing was a constant thing. Georgia, Alabama, trying to get from Alabama, trying to get Alabama. Now we're getting, now we're over the hump of becoming Alabama. We're like, hey, they've won a title and now everyone's aiming for them all the time. Now we've reached the next level of being Alabama, which is yawning when you are the number one team in the country. And that is, that is a pretty wild place to go in five years. Yeah. Well, the cool part about that is that, at least on the fan side, Alabama fans are nervous about it. I mean, there, SEC shorts. Did there, you see that? Yeah. Well, there are a couple of um, – Twitter's not the best place. It's a, I would posit as much as I love Twitter, it is not an accurate gauge of how people are. Thank but, God. Um, I, I, you know, very much online Alabama fans are infuriated. I mean, they're – I mean, some of the nicknames are incredible, right? They just are. You know, they're they, – the, there's, there's one in particular calls Kirby the Athens – Blake hole, you know, bleep hole. Uh, they, the, the same one called uh, Setson Bennett Honky McPhelson, right? You know, they are legit mad. I have some other people that are more accurately described as that name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but I think the, getting back to that point, I think the more important thing to me is when you listen to the players, Kirby's got the players convinced it doesn't matter, yeah. right? I mean, it, it actually doesn't. And I think that's, that's what we know now. Right, we we do know that, but imagine. I mean, yeah. look, you know, Scott walking past the Chickpea Building. I can remember my excitement last year when we were number one. It's like, oh, oh my god, we're number one, guys! Yeah. Like, yeah. And in a way, because I'm old enough to remember where being number one in the polls did matter. Oh. They meant a lot. Um, I mean, remember the, the whole debate. I remember the Solid Verbal had this debate a few years ago of like, if you, if you were a Georgia or Alabama trying to convince a top shelf quarterback to come to you. And the whole idea uh, in Alabama was, uh, look where we are. You're Alabama. Come here. And what was the Georgia pitch? Come here and you can get us to the mountaintop. Be the guy. guy. Be the guy that got us there. Now it's done. It's done. And so what's interesting for all these players is there's no – 
There's no uh, come here and get Georgia to the mountaintop. Georgia is at the mountaintop. The, the, why would they be impressed by being number one? It's why they're here. <laughs> like, that is the difference. That is the difference between, you know, like, listen, that's the pitch I'm sure Harbaugh made for Michigan before to get us back, get us back to where we want to go. This is, uh, I'm sure, part of Freeman's thing before the last three losses in a row, mm. was getting Notre Dame to, this is a great franchise, a great program that's not won a national championship since 1988. Get us back there. What we're discovering in a increasingly front-running society is you want to be the team that's there. Yes. It's much more impressive to people to be the team that's there because then you stay there. More people see you. More people talk about you. No one, no one is, like, you know what's going to happen next? The next stage of this is, Oh man, Georgia is so overhyped. <laughs> oh, it's, we're, we're, we're there so already. Overhyped. And it's just, and it's, it's a, and this is what we want, man. This is what we wanted the whole time. And to be here should not be underappreciated. And and we have to remember, it wasn't long ago where this just felt like, oh my god. And like, if if this, if every bit of sunshine shines on every ass in Georgia, in the Georgia fan base, maybe someday a potential rainbow could sprout out of. I'm mixing metaphors here, uh, but the point is, is that uh, uh, is is that um, there's a T-shirt idea. In there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, starting out of uh, out of Elga. I don't know. Anyway, the point is, is that like this is what we dreamed of, and so now that we're here and we're kind of yawning about it. This is actually what it looks like when dreams come true. Yeah. I wrote about this in my newsletter a couple of weeks ago. The idea that like once you've won, that showed off your video, Scott, the idea that like that the great thing about sports is you dream of getting to the mountaintop. And in real life, if you ever get to the mountaintop in the top place, you just got to keep working. You just got to keep working. You're never going to get there before. With sports, they've won a title forever now. Now it's their job. Like no matter what happens, we have this title. To be at this place, and listen, maybe they're not going to win another title for 20 years. And then 20 years, they're going to be like, oh, when are we going to get another one? Don't you remember the heyday of those times? Remember that. Remember this. Hold on to this. Remember we talked about in 18? Hold on to this. This is exciting as it gets because this is the, the up and coming team this is also great <laughs> being at this spot where it's just humdrum commonplace to be number one you don't this doesn't happen forget ever Alabama is terrified they're gonna lose it <laughs> so the so it's something that should be held on to and really kind of appreciate in a way that I think it's counterintuitive and maybe like against human nature a little bit to do that but I think is kind of what we should be doing well, I mean I gotta admit I felt hopeless back in 17 18 19 20. I never, if somebody would have said that we'd be living this life, kind of what Will perfectly described over the past five minutes, I would have said there's no way because mm -hmm. I was still a proponent. I was munsoning. I, I believed in sports curses. I haven't heard the word munsoning in a while. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but, but the Braves, along with the Bulldogs, that, that double barrel cannon of victories, I mean, it's still, I mean, of course, I'm in, I'm in football mode where I'm, I'm actually reading things, I'm thinking, I'm watching other games instead of just basking in the glory, but it's, it's there. And, and Will, you're right, because it's, it's, a, it's an amazing feeling. And I think back to how I, when I look back to how I used to feel, I can't believe how despondent I really was, if I'm being honest. I didn't think we'd ever see it. Yeah, you know, I think it, it, it's interesting you know, we've evaluated this over the off season how we how we think about and um, how we think about our fandom and I mean the fact that I spent this entire off season totally chill about 
people transferring and people not transferring and us not getting transfers and no injuries or injuries. Who's going to start at quarterback? I was so – it's not that I didn't care. It's not that I didn't pay attention to it. But the stakes were different. And I, I think that is part of – and we, we talked about this probably in our uh, – a fair amount in our uh, season kickoff podcast. Pick one of them. Um, that – we are in a position that um, because we have the win as fans mm-hmm. and because we have the coach we have, we actually get to relax a little bit about that. <laughs> and that I don't I don't say that I don't say that we can't that we can slack off and showing up and yelling. We can't slack and showing up and supporting the team. We still have to travel well. Um, I honestly think that's part of the Georgia mistake now. How well we traveled off uh, out of out of town games. Um, I think part of uh, a part of that is also how loud and vociferous we are. And I'm not advocating being a jackass online, but how loud and vociferous we are online. Um, you know the fact that we are. Uh, you, know, home, uh, you know, home field, not a, not a sponsor, but home field did their, uh, their big noon uh, sales where they rolled out uh, sales. Georgia's second behind a school that I'm, I'm not happy about being second behind. But to be fair, you know, home field lights their star to um, the, the Spencer Hall and his crew, and they are replete and, and populated with um, some of the best Florida fans you'll know. And I, I realize that sounds like an oxymoron, but – Truly, they you know they are they give me hope for other Florida fans. I've not met them in person uh, in Jacksonville, but maybe they're out there. Um, but having said all of that, the reality is, it's like I was thinking about Kirby's coaching job this season because I believe we saw a little bit of that complacency last week, particularly on the offensive side of the ball, like not taking the opponent seriously enough. Uh, I. I, not taking them seriously. Not taking. I think they took them seriously enough. Well, taking them seriously, <laughs> right? But I, I think there were. Um, I think Kirby's best coaching job, uh, if they go all the way this year, will, will be a more impressive coaching job than last season, um, because of the motivation factor. I've long said in college basketball. I've long said John Calipari's best coaching uh, job uh, of all his. T- 47 years or however long he's been coaching college basketball uh, was that Kentucky team he won with, with all the five stars yeah. and, you know, he had all the one and doneers and all the five stars. And he had like reportedly all these, you know, attitude problems, and all these other problems. And, you know, we literally had, he had, I think he had seven guys off that team that got drafted in the first round uh, between the two drafts that they, the two drafts that they would have gone in. Uh, and, the fact that he got all those guys on the same page and was able to motivate them to play as a unit and as a team was super, super impressive. Um, now, with 85 football players, that's a little different task, uh, but maybe it's a bigger task. Um, and and they also have to do that in a world where they're being told constantly how great they are. And there is a level of um, – it's hard, right? I think it's hard. Um yeah, Alabama's learning how hard it is. I, and I would also even note, too, that, that that's a problem for Kirby, and I hope he figures it out. Yeah. Uh, he seems to be well-positioned for it. I would also argue if you if, – I mean, we do one last Georgia, uh, at least on this podcast, one last Georgia-Alabama comparison. You know, uh, Alabama fans are getting really antsy about 
maybe they're not the team on the mountaintop and they're getting surly about it. Yeah. You know what's be- uh, worse than that? Uh, you know that's better than uh, not having won a championship and how it is. And that makes people. <laughs> and yeah, so it is. if the, so, the worst <clears throat> thing that can happen to Georgia right now is to start to fall off that mountaintop. That will stink, and I hope that does not happen for a while. But, but it that will is, happen. I mean, yeah. that's the thing about it. Yeah. But it, but that feeling that 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 we want to hang on and we're afraid it's slipping is a lot better than not having won one. And so yeah, I, we're, we're in the next dawn period. It's 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 exciting and weird and confusing, yeah. particularly because Georgia fans aren't built that are supposed yeah. to be built that way. And yet here we are. Call your Clemson fan friends. Yeah. So yeah. Speaking, um, slipping, yeah. speaking of Alabama, I, I, I do want to do a quick, just a follow up on that. Um, I had totally forgotten that last year Alabama had the same game, but it was against Florida. Um, remember last year? Florida, they almost lost in the swamp. They yeah. fiddle farted around. Bryce Young had to. Pull I mean, them Auburn out. was the same way. Yeah, well, Auburn was the same way. Auburn was the same way. <laughs> Auburn, they probably really should have lost that game if he had. Them yeah, out. yeah. Uh, but we're talking about Alabama, a yeah. Florida team that five weeks later fired their coach. Yeah. Um, I don't think Steve Sarkeesian is going to get fired, especially he's quoting rat poison about a one point loss, <laughs> uh, which in a lot of ways does my yeah. uh, that heart. Does actually, that does feel like good. Texas being back. <laughs> yeah, it, it does my heart good to see them uh, claiming moral victories. Um, but, you know, I will also say, looking around the SEC, um, feels like if you had Kentucky as the second place in the East, you were right. Feeling good about um, that. Feeling good about same that. Same about Arkansas is second in the West. Uh, because and by, by process of elimination, it's certainly not going to be LSU. Um, it's hard to see it being Texas A&M. Um, and that's maybe Mississippi, Mississippi State makes maybe a run. Maybe yeah. But, you know, that, that – also puts Alabama in an interesting place, right? You know, well, you know, the West is down this year. So <laughs> they're going to make – they'll make yeah. the SEC championship and who knows what happens there. Yeah. Um, so that uh, – I think it's – I think last week was a perfect example why no matter what happens with the very top of the sport and, look, I'm a fan of a team that's chalk. And it's awesome. <laughs> I also was a fan of a team that was not chalk for a long time. Uh, especially when our rival was the chalk team uh, in Florida. Uh, that sucks. But last Saturday was an awesome, awesome day of football. And if you had asked us a week ago, hey, what do you, how, where would you rate this weekend in like across the spectrum of, you know, 1 to 14 on great weeks, it would have been 9, 10, 11. Yeah. Right? You just can sit back and just watch it all happen. So you yeah. About yeah, it was spectacular. Yeah. Spectacular. Um, hey, so they play South Carolina. Yeah. This week. That doesn't sound right. Um, are, how much longer are we uh, cool with their coach? Because so right now everyone's still kind of like he was. He was an assistant. He was. He really praised Georgia after they yeah. lost to I him. I wonder last if he's going to regret that statement that he made last year this week. Is he? Oh, they're a really good team. Um, <laughs> so I think, I, I, you know, I don't have any insight into this. I think as long as. Look, I don't think they're making a bowl. I, I, I was looking at the their schedule earlier. Uh, they have a win against Georgia State, which they probably shouldn't have had. Uh, they lost last week at Arkansas. Uh, not to get ahead of our predictions, but I think all three of us think Georgia's going to win this week. Then they have Charlotte and South Carolina State, so that puts them at three wins. They go on the road to Kentucky, Texas A&M at home, Missouri. That's four sure wins. Maybe, probably. At Vanderbilt is a sure that win. That's, that's five. five. At Florida, Tennessee, at Clemson. Yeah, they got to steal one somewhere if they're getting in a ball. Yeah. Um, the the good pub that um, 
that Beamer had had a lot to do with how hard they played, the transfer portal success with Spencer Rattler, and the fact that he is actually really – like he is the opposite of Will Muschamp, right? Mm-hmm. He is the opposite of Will Muschamp in all the ways. Uh, he's a good public face. He actually, I think he's actually a pretty decent head coach. I, I just think he's a really hard place to be a head coach. Um, That's the idea. This is him wanting to get his uh, his uh, Vanderbilt to Penn State on, right? Yeah, he's like, yeah. making his bones, right? Yeah. Yeah. You think um, he'll go back to Virginia Tech when they fire uh, Brent Pry? Oh. Yeah. They just hired Brent Pry. Okay. Uh, I thought Fuente was still there because oh, no, no. last year him. I wasn't paying attention to yeah. the coaching yeah. carousel. Yeah, they fired him. I oh. really thought Fuente was going to work. I did that. too. I but the you. new guy loses to ODU. Well, everybody. Not ODB. The old ODU. guy. Nice. The old guy also lost. Uh, yeah. Fuente also uh, lost uh, ODU. Uh, uh, speaking of, pour some out for Scott Frost. I'm revisiting. Mm-hmm. I am now back on Nebraska for the West train. I was going to say, that uh, would be incredible. <laughs> uh, it would be incredible if they end up winning the West anyway. I, I heard that Nebraska, had they fired him in October, would have saved $7 million. Yeah, that's how bad That's how bad, that's how bad it was. That's amazing. Well, I, mean, I think it was like 11. I thought it was seven yeah, and a half. Yeah. I think it went from 15 to 17 and a half. But I, there are two ways of looking at that. First off, they they had Scott Frost in the walls. They had to get it out. And the only way to get it out is to down to the stud. The other thing, he's, he's a favorite son, right? Yeah. And, you know, if you're going to make a move, make it, give him $7 million extra dollars. Nebraska's going to have that sweet Big Ten money soon. Mm-hmm. So, um, which is why that contract's going to be stupid. I mean, yeah. you're looking at a six-year, $55 million contract. <laughs> Right, for somebody that is, I, I mean, I don't know. It, it was, I, LSU can get Notre Dame's coach. Who can Nebraska get? Yeah, right? right, for the right money. Anyway, I, I think Matt Campbell makes a lot of Matt sense. Matt Campbell makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's that's right. right. Anyway, so yeah, but it, it is funny because, like, listen, it's only been two years since three years since Georgia lost to South Carolina. Let's not forget that. We were at that game. We were at that game. Oh, that was the game where Kirby predicted basically they were going to lose. He hey, said, yeah. But guys, we got the secret weapon on our side this time. Agent Muschamp has come back to the fold. Right. <laughs> he knows all their secrets. It wasn't just that he predicted. Like, it was literally in the pregame he like, interview. He's yeah. like, we look like crap. Like, that was bad. Yeah. We look terrible. We had terrible practice. I don't know if this is going to go, but like, if it, if it goes the way it just went, uh, it's not going to be good. And like, that's the guy that knows his team because it was the worst game they played. Someone got hurt. Like, our quarterback got hurt. In that game? That would have been. Did Stetson play in that game? Or was he even in school then? I don't even know. That was 19, wasn't it? Yeah, I don't, I don't think he played. I, he might have been at Jones Community College yeah. or in the NFL. I don't know. He's, he's 74. But yeah, I know South Carolina <laughs> had their third string quarterback in. He was hanging with the Rat Pack. Yeah, he was Tropicana. like, hey, guys, what's popping? I think uh, Rodrigo missed a field goal, which he missed one. He missed it bad. He's no longer a Colt. Yeah. yeah. He got, he, got fired? he got cut. He got cut. Yeah. Wow. They don't mess around the NFL. No. Matt Ryan was like, I've seen this too much. Get him out of here. Yeah. By the way, I was driving back from Gwinnett County on Sunday listening to Wes Durham and Dave Archer get excited about the 16-point lead that the Falcons had. Yeah, and by enough. the time I got home, uh, Jameis Winston had gone, like I think, 10 of 12 in the fourth quarter, and uh, Michael Thomas, two amazing catches. And, uh, yeah, the Falcons are trying a 64-yard field goal like the Broncos did, and they didn't have a chance, and that was it. In the same way, I was distressed about being so far behind two rings twice as nice in the fantasy yeah, football league. Oh. And then... Yeah, Walker was a <laughs> yeah. mess. Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott, Dak Prescott got hurt. Walker runs my fantasy team. He's getting real... 
Cam, he's getting real cocky about Cam Akers at the game. And yeah, then, uh, he was. He was sitting right next to Will and William, and he was he was bringing up Cam Akers and fantasy football. And That's, is, yeah, hubris is uh, is is a great equalizer. Yeah. But anyway, back to South Carolina. Yes. One thing I wanted to point out: uh, Lloyd is their leading rusher in two games. He has fifty three yards rushing. As Lloyd, a team, Lloyd Dobler. Huh? Lloyd Dobler? Is it Marshawn Lloyd or oh, something? Yeah. Yeah. But as a team, they have a total of 119 rushing yards. One against a G5 school and then another against Arkansas. So, uh, for you know, but for what it's worth, uh, Georgia hasn't exactly been lighting it on fire on the ground. Uh, Kendall Milton leads the team with 135. But our running back, Kenny McIntosh, has almost 200 yards receiving in two games. I do wonder if this is a game where they start. The, they, like, I keep I wonder if he waits the game. <laughs> what they, game's it going to be? They just run, 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 yeah. run, 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 run. And if I would have thought it would be Sanford, maybe it's here. Or maybe it's... Never? Maybe it's, let's get sets in some high... Get to New York for the Heisman uh, uh, business. I mean... I, I love that this is the game George is going to run the ball. Is turned into the, this is a game they're really going to open up the offense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, Look, I have one of those, and it's probably damaged Georgia fan uh, back in my head. Like, I'm a little worried um, because I went back and rewatched some of the Sanford game. Um, particularly the second half, just didn't play very interested. Um, and did not, did not own the line scrimmage very well. The offensive line looked really inconsistent. Um, but I can go look at South Carolina stats, and they're just like, they're averaging 53 yards a game rushing. On the fair number more rushes than Georgia's attempted. Um, and also, they kind of got manhandled by Georgia State until they blocked two punts. Um, and they were down big to Arkansas. They made a mistake right before halftime and let and then South Carolina actually got some offense, which I was watching that again. They were doing nothing. Yeah. Spencer Rattler was doing nothing. And maybe part of his you know, Spencer Rattler is um, – I wouldn't say he's Bo Nix because he the, the the sample size isn't quite big enough, but he can do some amazing things, sure. right? I mean, there was a reason why he was hyped for the Heisman the start of last season. Um, I just don't think he has a supporting cast, and probably more importantly for his health, the offensive line, um, the offensive line to 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 make happen. I mean, you you have to contain that guy. I mean, he can hurt you with his legs, and uh, that is that's something if you want to say. If Georgia's in a dogfight later in the game, it's because Georgia can't contain him or doesn't contain him. Well, he's uh, he's throwing at a sixty-two percent completion percentage. Um, he's only thrown two touchdowns. He's thrown three picks. He's been sacked nine times, <laughs> which will happen. Those interceptions will happen when you're getting sacked nine times. Yeah, because you throw the ball. You're like, oh no, 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 not again. Um, yeah. Minus thirty-five yards rushing. Of course, they take that off, but yeah. still. Well, and you know, defensively. I mean, we have, again, one of the best defenses in the nation, right? And despite the youth, uh, the, 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 it looks like – I mean, the offense is really good. The defense is better, uh, which is not what we would have expected. Uh, but that doesn't mean the offense is bad. It just means the defense is really, really good. Um, I mean, Samford didn't even really threaten last week, uh, right? They got inside the 31 time. Do I remember that right? I was in the upper deck. I was yeah. having fun yeah, in the second half. I don't there were no, remember. no oxygen up there. Uh, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I'd I mean, recommend it. Have you never been up there? Not the no oxygen part. No, the going up there yeah, it's oh, on, yeah. on a non-competitive game. Oh, I see, yeah. Um, but, you know, that's it's, – it's hard to take away comparisons with the exception of 
when when it felt like Georgia was bearing down, they moved the ball really well. Right, it you know all those all those field goal drives and the touchdown the the two touchdown drives they moved the ball really well uh, early in the drive. Um, there was only really one bad decision where Stetson was trying to do some Stetson stuff, uh, and what he lost seventeen yards and got out field goal range or no he missed the field goal right. That was it was like a fifty four yard yeah or yeah maybe should hit that but whatever. Um, By the way, Jack Pod commented on one of my photos that I put on my Instagram stories saying that it was dope. And then he followed me on uh, Instagram. Oh, so, wow. That's yeah, very cool. That's pretty cool. Um, that's dope. That is dope. Um, so, you know, offensively, I, I I tend to agree with you, Will. This, this feels like a game that we're going to try to establish some run. I, I still think we'll throw the ball. I mean, South Carolina is shown – I mean, Arkansas moved the ball well on them running it. Um, and Arkansas certainly didn't have the dynamic passing offense Georgia has. Um, I do think we will continue to throw the ball because I think – uh, Kirby feels like there will be points in the season where Stetson needs to have the game reps with his uh, with his receivers to be there. Frankly, that's one of the reasons he said we we really didn't want to play a twelve minute fourth quarter. Right? Do you want like, to know how many yards Arkansas rushed for against South Carolina? How many yards? Two hundred ninety five. People tell me that's good. <laughs> some say some say that's good. How many on how many rushes? Sixty five. Okay. Well, that's that's a decent number of rushes, but still, that's. Um, That's a like, lot of offensive plays because KJ Jefferson was 18 of 21. 18 of 21, 162, one touchdown. That's only about three yards of rush. Yeah. Um, Not as much as I thought. Depending so. on how you feel about Auburn here in Athens on October 8th, it's also a possibility this is actually, for all the talk we're doing about South Carolina, and how this, it's also possible this is the toughest game they have until the Florida game. <laughs> like maybe Auburn because they got Missouri. I think I think South Carolina's better than Missouri. We kind of agree on that. Yes, they got Kent State. Maybe Kent maybe Kent State's better oh. than those teams. Oh, and then wow. they got Vanderbilt. Right? Like this is yeah. Like you know, I mean, we, we do this podcast every week, and I don't want us to get too like. All right, when's the next tough one? But like this actually is probably one of the harder games they have until what until the Florida game, which now looks not as. Now, I mean, you could also say maybe it's the toughest game they have until that two game stretch of uh, of Mississippi State and Kentucky, but. It's that kind of year. Yeah. It's that kind of year. I would like to see – it would be fun. As much as I would love to see the, the running game kind of take – I just like emotionally I just feel more – I feel comforted when a team is running and uh, when we're running over people. To see Bennett throw for 300 yards again would be kind of fun. To start, start seeing like – this is – I mean, frankly, this is not uh, – this is not a one-to-one comparison, but this is exactly what happened to Tom Brady when he started his NFL career. He was the game manager who was the, wasn't as flashy as the other guy, but did all the right things. And then one year he threw for like five thousand yards, and they're like, "Wait, <laughs> he does this now." I don't. Stephen is not Tom Brady, but that's the point, though, is that like when someone's good at like doing what Stetson did last year, he's probably also good at other things, and I think we're kind of seeing that this year. Yeah, and it'll be. Um It'll be fun to see how uh, how look. Todd Munkin has been. I get right. Yep. Uh, Todd Munkin has um, has really shown he's earned every dollar of his new contract. With the it look, almost every play there's at least one receiver open. He is just a magician at scheming guys open. Now many times it's just a it's just a the running back in the flats, but. 
Yeah, Kendall, you got, you got Milton out there, McIntosh out there. To catch it. They're both good receivers. Um, I like my chances with those guys in the flat with, with 10 yards ahead of steam, right? Um, and there will be people that's like, yeah, but Stetson doesn't go downfield. Well, through a 37-yard pass on the run where he could have run and gotten the first down, but he let the play develop by buying himself time and, and threw the ball on the run 37 yards. Um, that doesn't – I'm not saying he has a strong-armed NFL prototype quarterback. I'm not saying that. But he is actually really good, and Munkin knows exactly what Stetson can do and trusts him to keep the playbook open and run the entire playbook. Anything else? Sorry, I, 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 Scott's thinking that scares me. No, no, no. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking about, like, <clears throat> what could go wrong because, you know, and I'll mention it. Yeah, we used to play this game, right? Well, yeah. the the fact is that Georgia since 2000 is 14 and 8 versus South Carolina. South Carolina has been really the one one of a couple, I mean if you look back 22 years, they've been one of the top 3 boogeymen for Georgia football. They they would always beat you when you didn't expect it. You know, and this isn't this is a new Georgia team, but I'm saying historically speaking, I'm allowing myself to fall into that what could go wrong for versus a team that has shown in the past an ability to upset you, drive you crazy, have crazy things happen in Columbia. Um, you know, you explained how their fans are. That still creates crowd noise, even though they are, you know, cheap fans or whatever you want to, want to call them. It's going to be hot. I mean, if it's, but Tony's right. If it's 85 degrees, it'll feel like it's 97 degrees and it's a, it's a noon kickoff. So Tony, I don't, I don't know if you have any thoughts on, on me bringing all that up, but that was kind of what I was thinking. (laughs) This came from the the statistical department of Tiffany Williams. Um, (laughs) Anthony Richardson has more tackles than he has touchdown passes. Well, that's good. Um, Sorry. Sorry. I I do wonder, to go off your point though, I, I, we keep talking about how this is in New Georgia and things are different. Um, the one thing, like, listen, Georgia may lose to Alabama this year. They might not make it to the national championship game. They could lose the playoffs. They might not make the playoffs. Who knows what's going to happen? But the one thing that is definitely not supposed to happen to Georgia anymore is they're not supposed to lose games South Carolina. Correct. <laughs> like Correct. that. Like that's something that that is that is a stretch that you hope you've moved past. Now, if there's a time where an improving Tennessee team or improving Florida in year two or three team uh, is better, maybe not as good as you, but jumps you and gets you, that's something different. Losing to an an obviously not their South Carolina team. That's the sort of thing we're supposed to be over. It'd probably be the best way to put that. It's hard. I think we are over that. I think that's something that's not going to happen anymore. It doesn't mean Georgia's going to win every game. It doesn't mean that Georgia's going to dominate every opponent. But it does mean until South Carolina gets a lot better. Like, if they lose to Tennessee this year, I don't think they're going to lose to Tennessee this year. But if they were to lose to Tennessee this year, that would be more... I would not be like, oh my God, the entire foundation of the program is complete. What is even happening? Because Tennessee is more talented than South Carolina. They've got talent. They don't have as much talent as Georgia, but teams with not as much talent as the other team beat the other team all the time. This is a dramatic difference. And I think that's the difference. Like that South Carolina team three years ago, like they must have got fired <laughs> the next year. So like obviously they weren't that great. But this Georgia, that Georgia team was not what Georgia has built now. And I think that's what the difference is. Yeah, and the other part about it is I, I was trying to – I went back to 
kind of refresh my memory. Um, the other part about it is that that Georgia team was had elements of a dynamic offense, but they were super beholden to one thing yeah. and did not have another lever to pull when that. Also, Fum was down. terrible that game. Fum was not good, right? But, was and, terrible but, that but that's the point. Is like you know they they shut down the rushing game and it was it was rainy, messy, and that kind of left us in a situation where we had nowhere else to go. Um, and uh, yeah, I, don't, I just I don't I I don't know how much this matters, um, but I think. You also you also probably had Muschamp coaching for his job and mm-hmm. was like willing to to sit on the ball. Look, I'll give South Carolina one little piece of credit. Right, it was the best one of the Will Muschamp era, and um, at South Carolina, oh, easily, easily, right. And it was um, it's one of the few bright spots South Carolina football has over the last five years. Um, in if you go this weekend, uh, expect to hear plenty about you know. Well, you, well, we went your place a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. You're number three, and um, but I think what gives me a lot of um, the salve, at least in that way, is exactly what you said. Well, this isn't the same. The that, gap is that, that George team is totally different. Well, and it the also it also proves an anomaly as well because had that loss not happened in 2019, we'd be shooting for our eighth in a row over South Carolina. Even though I quoted that South Carolina's Eight and fourteen versus Georgia since oh God. 2000. We went through some lean times. In yeah, 10, it was like it was like tit for tat for I mean, a while. I, I remember in 2015. In remember the show I did in Los Angeles? Yeah, uh, in 2015, it was I was covering the Republican uh, debate in uh, at the Reagan Museum that year, and we I, I called in for the show from my hotel room, and I'd written a piece for Sports on Earth saying. You know, it kind of feels like the Spurrier thing's almost over. And I feel like Georgia beating them this week, which not only did Georgia beat them, he, like, quit, like, two or three yeah. weeks later. And to, and the guy that coaches Georgia State now was the guy that took over for him. Um, but he – I've been writing that piece saying, it feels like this is over. Like, this, like I feel like this Spurrier-owning Georgia thing – Feels like he doesn't want to do this anymore. It feels like George is getting a lot better, and the gap has widened. And I remember Spencer Hall being like, "Yeah, this is when Spurrier gets you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is when Spurrier gets you because that's what you thought mm-hmm. back then. Now, even from that, where George, South Carolina has beat Georgia since then in a, in a particularly brutal fashion, now it doesn't feel like, oh, I hope South Carolina doesn't get it. It, it is Georgia. The, literally, the coach of Georgia has to say before the game, we just had an absolutely miserable yep. practice, and everything has fallen apart. And even when that happens, they just barely barely beat you because a, t- a bunch of random mistakes that kind of came together. That, to me, that that is a huge, huge, huge gap, chasm between the two teams. Wasn't it an overtime loss? It was. I yeah. double overtime. Um, so, let's just play Let's play the game we just play. What has to happen for South Carolina to win? To win? To, to win. Uh, Spencer Rattler needs to complete 80% of his passes. Yeah. They need to be able to run the ball and surprise Georgia. Um and then uh, Stetson Bennett needs to have passes batted down like that first year where everybody was complaining about it and throw two picks. Okay, that's three ands, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what has to happen for Georgia to win? Just play their game. Play their game. Which one you're more likely to happen? Play their game even at like 50% capacity. If we're being Yeah, sure. oh yeah. I think we'll be sweating if that happens. Yeah, it's yeah, still an SEC yeah, team, yeah. right? But yeah, I am... <sighs> Y'all convinced me not to be so worried about it. No, don't be worried. Okay. No, don't be worried. Of course, if you, uh, don't go back and listen to Do not listen to this guy. Of the South Carolina podcast back then. Oh, yeah. Uh, before that game, because I'm sure it was like, don't worry about this one. How do you get together? And then, yeah. Yeesh. 
But th- that then we thought Georgia was over the hump. Now we know Georgia. Georgia is over the hump now. Yeah. They won the championship not that long ago. Speaking of over the, the hump. In the calendar year. Speaking of over the hump. Uh, we've gotten over the hump on getting some cool 7-6 apparel swag. Oh, we have t-shirts. I forgot. It was sent to us last week. It was a lovely package uh, from Chase Kelly and the crew. We got some waiting since last Saturday t-shirts. What? Tony got one. Will got one. And I got one. Which makes sense. It's our show. It's not yet. That's what I've heard. It's got our logo. Did did, uh, did the Gimp get one? Only three came. He's got to earn one. Only three. Only three, but yeah, I want to. I want to thank Chase for sending. It was kind of a for those nice that don't surprise. know. By the way, the game this for for the Pulp Fiction return to our intern Chad, <laughs> where that's not that's not just to be. As I clear think people as people probably picked just up making on sure he's not. Wait a minute, it's not the Pulp Chad's, Fiction. Chad also is not our intern. Different Chad. Anyway, Diff- go on. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> like to be advocate. Um No, but uh, I I wore a seven six apparel shirt to the game on Saturday. It was my GATA shirt. And that was a that was a good choice for for a lovely seventy seven degree overcast day. One of the most loveliest days. But I mean, I don't want to. I think I it was seventy six degrees. <laughs> it was seventy six. I should have said seventy six. It was the seven six dot com. Mm-hmm. You got to spell that out though. Not not use numbers. Uh, yeah, I, I had a couple of uh, people that said they they uh, were were clearly wearing seven six apparel shirts and came by and mentioned that they were. Um, by the way. If you order and use WSLS as your order code, you get free shipping, Scott. I don't know if you know that. Free shipping like like here in Athens? Right to your house. But what if I live in, say, South Carolina? Can I get free shipping then? They will ship it for free there. My Lord. But if you don't use that code, you're going to pay for it. You're going to pay for it, and you will deserve it. So, but yeah, yeah, go to the seven, six. I'm thinking that perhaps if Georgia puts it on South Carolina, there could be like a cock commander shirt that comes out. Oh God. I hope so. Yeah. I I will say, um, guys, go visit, uh, the seven, six T H E S E V E N S I X.com. Use order code W S L S for free shipping. Um, we haven't talked enough about Cock Commander, guys. Uh, and I feel like I'm remiss. That's on me. I'm sorry. Um, I, uh, um, how, how did they miss this opportunity? First off, well, there, there's a backstory. There's a backstory. They, they did publish how they, um, how Cock Commander got in the list. Um, and it is, a, of course, a, an 80 story where uh, Cocky, the, the ragamuffin, um, Whatever mascot they actually have, you know, the hu- human dressed as a, a rooster. Um, Wait, they're not all human. Well, I don't know. Um, maybe some of them. Are, it's hard to say. Uh, Spike definitely not. The um, you know was like, I am, I am the cock commander. So <laughs> I will say that is that is not as great as the. Um, Athens Daily New Day Observer, or whichever paper it was that that Lewis Grizzard was working for, who had the the greatest uh, lead ever. If uh, uh, dogs beat cocks, put dicks out when when Happy Dicks was injured. Um, but this was a student newspaper, and they snuck it through. Did they uh, get just get really hot in here? Ooh, it's warm. I, I do declare. I don't know I'm talking like uh, boy, right. boy, my family to my the family, fainting couch. My, my, to the fainting couch. Oh, the the vaclump. The vapors. Vapors in the here. Vapors. Um, so I, I just how, how can you not lean in and call it cock commander? 
How? You gotta, it's like the boating book boat face. Like it's, it won. Well, you gotta well, choose it. Just, the you people gotta choose spoke. It. Yeah, and seriously. for that reason, I think South Carolina. Are you for it. populism? or Are you not for populism? Yeah, okay? it's it's just it's an all in or nothing. Mm-hmm. It's it's an ethos at least. Mm-hmm. What, what was the name again? McPhailson. What was that? Honky, Honky McPhailson. Oh, that's coming out later. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. I got that. Honky I got McPhailson. I got a couple of tweets queued up for that. I feel I, like uh, then they're like, not subtweets. They yeah. are named. So do you Honky. do you when you come up with a great tweet? Do you just like save it as a draft? You're damn right. I because I'll never remember. It's like. Hey, remember that time I had that great tweet? My wife's like, you've never had a great tweet. Yeah. She's not wrong. Uh, I, I disagree. Um, occasionally. I think so. you need to use the um, the raccoons uh, emoji or, or I, not, given, like I, gif I, at I've times. Given, I've given them a rest. And we need more Houston nut. Yeah. Well, Houston nut is, uh, is interesting. I'm I, surprised I, you I didn't do. tweet that out for Nebraska. I, somebody beat me to it. Somebody tagged me with that already. <laughs> so, um, uh yeah, by the way, guys, I, I guess I should mention I have a new title. Um, mm-hmm. uh, to, if you don't follow me on social media, my daughter was named the Homecoming Queen at Oconee County. She has bequeathed me a title. I am the Duke of Hog Mountain. <laughs> um, if, by the way, if you were watching Peachtree TV last week, uh-huh. Oconee versus Jefferson, that was my daughter. Hey, that, you were on TV. That was my daughter that won Homecoming. She Ooh. was actually in her gown and sash and tiara directing the band because she is also co-drum major with, with Marshall Cohen of the, the Oconee County Marching Band. Um, it was a fun weekend for us. Uh, Oconee it, beat Jefferson. Oconee beat Jefferson, which is actually a big deal uh, because uh, 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 Travis Nolan, who was the coach of Oconee last year, is now at Jefferson. If you remember the name Nolan, speaking of South Carolina. His son was starting quarterback for South Carolina, uh, Ben Nolan, who was uh, four years older than Stetson, uh, <laughs> which is surprising. Um, but having having said all of that, um, you know, it's a uh, it was a, it was a fun weekend. I, I you know, being from a small town in Georgia, uh, homecoming queen means a lot. I did not realize how much it meant when I had people in the store <laughs> with me without my daughter on Sunday at public saying. Hey, congratulations, your daughter winning homecoming. I was like, no, I knew who these people are. <laughs> Clearly, they saw me on the field with her, and I'm wearing a you know hat yeah. and not a suit uh, because I, I, I'm not I'm not King Charles. I can't wear my suit everywhere. <laughs> King Charles is a Georgia fan. He is a Georgia fan. That was incredible, by the way. The idea that, that not only uh, the red black tweeted that, that, that this week that King Charles went to an Athens game and it didn't lead the paper. <laughs> that is incredible. The king that so we then Prince Charles went to a Georgia game and it was not the top story. James Brown and Prince Charles were at the same game. <laughs> it's crazy. And Kentucky won. It's just such a weird. No game. wonder he doesn't like football. <laughs> So since uh, George is playing South Carolina, a couple of uh, interesting things. Will I've got eyes on time. We're gonna. We're oh, it's gonna, okay. We're gonna scoop. I have to this. go see a movie tonight. Barbarian. For, for some other, other podcast. For the other podcast. I don't know. What, what's your uh, What's your hard out? Nine ten. Oh no, I can go. No, I, I'm just going to the University sixteen. Yeah. Okay. So that's like fifty minutes. Okay. All right. Um, so fifty minutes to drive there. Sure. So earlier, so not that late. So, um, got to teleport 910. Damn, 910. Yeah, 910 sounds right. Yeah, last two visits to Columbia, Georgia has won both games and they've had similar scores 45 to 16 and 41 to 17 two right. years ago. So, there's something with that. And then last year they won 40 to 13. So, I think that kind of gives you an idea of where I'm going to be heading with Ooh. my score prediction. That um, was a gentleman's 40 to 13 last year. It was. Yeah, very much. Yeah. yeah, a couple of safeties. Yeah. 
Um, I think we got an Iowa seven out of it. Yeah, yeah field goal and two safeties. And interesting, you know, they last year they won forty to thirteen. Thirteen points was the second most points allowed in the regular season by Georgia. Tennessee, Tennessee scored seventeen, and Kentucky also scored thirteen. And let's be real, Kentucky was lucky to score thirteen. It should have been six, six, right? Yeah. Um, first ever meeting uh, for Georgia South Carolina on September seventeenth. They're playing on mm. September seventeenth. It's the first game ever. The Georgia and South Carolina have played on the 17th of September. Think I, about that. They've been playing for years. I thought the moon looked like it was in a weird place this week. That explains it. So you know where I'm going with this, right? Uh, how, many, how many games? What's Georgia's record on September 17th? <laughs> no. What no. jerseys does I'm Georgia gonna, wear I'm going to ask you the last time that you think. I mean, because I mean, if you really were an astrologist mm. person. The last time Georgia to, played on September 17th. Yes. Okay. Uh, it would be... Something amazing happened. It would be five, six years ago. Yeah. Five years ago. It would be five years ago. Okay. So it would be, that would well, be 2017. Be, I think it would be 16. Hold on. I think it's 16. I thought it was 16. It would be six because you get one leap year. So Georgia played on 2016 in September 2016. And I remember I said it was amazing. Was, what was the game in September 2016 that was amazing? Um, was it not co- conference game or non-conference game? Conference away. Conference away. 2016. Think Columbia, but not. Oh, really. is that the is that the the, oh, the, the Rodrigo I, the Isaiah the Isaiah McKenzie game? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, what's his face? Jacob Eason. Eason. Yeah. To McKenzie. Leading him back. Oh, yeah. no, great! That's that's famously the video of the guy that punched his uh, hand through the yes. uh, correct through the, through the correct the right. Yeah, September seventeenth, twenty sixteen. Previously, before that, I won't make you guess. It was September 17th, 2011. They played Coastal Carolina. Chanticleers. They beat them 59 to nothing. And remember, we got that uh, gif or meme from that coach back then saying, we need more dogs. Yeah. That was that week. Yeah, that's uh, the, that crazy uh, splits, guy. Splits on Zoo uses yeah. that. We don't need a cast in here. We're going to go meow. Yep. That yeah, was, that's, that's the, that coach. So that was the week that he did that. So we're, we're coming up on the uh, 11-year anniversary of that. Hey, wow. I want something amazing to happen this week then. So then my, my last Hang question. Hang 100 on them. My, yeah, that would that would be that. My next question, my last question, revolving around September seventeenth. When's the next time Georgia plays on September? So 17th? this time, I think we've got a double leap year. So I think it would be we have a double leap year. Well, it's just going to be two times in between because twenty four. Because ordinarily, oh, you're I, right, you're right. It will yeah. be. So it would. Ha- I would guess it would be in se- seven years. So it'd be twenty twenty nine or twenty twenty eight. No. There's going to be, I guess, three leap years or something. So 2030. Three. 2033? Is the next time. The next Saturday? That there will be a September Oh, because they're going to skip. Because they're going to skip. It's the other direction. Yeah. It's the other direction. That's right. There's already a game scheduled for that day. It won't happen. Ohio <laughs> State, right? No. North Carolina State. It won't happen. Well, I mean, like, I don't think I, uh, they're playing Oklahoma next year. No, I don't think so. Yeah. In- interesting. The thirty three well, conference game. There's yeah. three games listed on the schedule for the thirty three season. It's at Clemson, at Georgia Tech, and NC State at home. Yeah, I no longer. Well, there's no way that's our. That's our. There's when's the no UCLA way. game? Twenty twenty five. Yeah, that game probably happens. Yeah, I mean, who knows? For crying out loud. Who knows what we're the heck we're doing then? At the beginning of the show, we talked about Orban could be president. I have reservations. What? <laughs> At the beginning of the show, we talked about Georgia being number one in the AP poll. So we go back to this running list of tracking Georgia and, and catching teams in front of them. So uh, as it stands, Georgia is currently tied for 15th 
for weeks at number one in the AP poll with Clemson. 25 okay. weeks. Okay. If they can maintain that for another, let's say, four, they will tie Michigan State at 29. Really? Yep. And if they can maintain it, I don't think they can get there because, uh, well, it'd be a lot. It, they'd have to run. They, it'd probably be all the way through the, the playoffs and everything. But LSU, um, actually, no, Michigan is uh, 12th at 34. So, yeah, it'd be and the end of the season. 25? And Georgia's at 20. Yeah. So nine weeks from now. And so. you make it through the rest of this season and through the playoffs, you're going to be number one next year. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, so Michigan's, Michigan's at 12. <laughs> Presumably. At 34. And then LSU would be the next one to try to reach at 38. So there's some there's cool. a chance that soon they could be in the top 10. When do that. they usually put out the schedule? Now I'm thinking about this. Because uh, it's usually during the season when they put out the next season schedule. Uh, is that right? I don't yeah. Know. It's, usually, yeah. it's usually during the year. Yeah. So I'm, I'm now wondering if they're really going to go through with that Oklahoma business. Um. Yeah, I, it's funny now, hearing you say that. Doesn't I mean I'm happy we're number one, but it doesn't make me excited. That's really weird. Yeah. that's a weird place to be. Yeah. Well, um, if if you even just track the AP poll since the beginning of the season, August fifteenth, the preseason poll, uh, Bama was number one with fifty four first place votes. Ohio State with six first place votes, and Georgia with three. After the Oregon game, week two, Bama had forty four first place votes. Georgia jumped Ohio State with 17, going from 3 to 17 first-place votes, and Ohio State j- dropped to 2. And now this week, Georgia leapfrogged Alabama. They now have 53 first-place votes. Bama has 9, yeah, and Ohio State has 1. Yeah, it's telling that the coaches poll Georgia's still second, although they're within 15 votes of Alabama, or points within Alabama. So, And for the final kind of finishing off this AP talk, uh, six, or I'm sorry, eight SEC – Eight SEC teams were ranked in the AP poll this week. Uh, five ACC teams, four Big Ten, four Big 12, three Pac-12, and one independent. We, there, know, we know which one that aren't is. Aren't there four in the top ten SEC teams in the top It's 10. BYU, right? BYU's yeah. independent. Yeah, yeah, Georgia. Yeah. No, that's who's ranked. Al- yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Georgia, Alabama, Kentucky, Arkansas. Yeah. I think Arkansas might be twelve. Are they? I thought they got in the top ten. I, don't know. I didn't write them down. I'll take a look. Uh, interesting thing is that uh, Marshall is number twenty six. They're the first in the others mm-hmm. receiving votes after beating Notre Dame. App State comes in at twenty eight, and then Auburn is at forty. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Where's Texas? I don't think they're in others Texas receiving. Went vote. into the poll. Oh, they did after they? losing. Yep. It's crazy. That's how you know. That's back. a moral. That's a moral victory right there. That's how you know they're back. That's how you they know. are definitely back. Okay, so fun office pools. Arkansas yeah. is ten. Ten. Okay. okay. Fun. So no trivia. Is it? Did my leaving early mess up trivia? No, it actually worked out great because I didn't have any. Okay. I mean, well, asked us. He asked us to name the year that September seventeenth happens. Maybe next. we should start asking you some questions. I would love that. Do you have any off the top of your head? What is uh, the actual color of Coastal Carolina's jerseys? Teal. What's the uh, What's the binary code for it? Ooh, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's, all, it's all one and two. If you if it? you were to if you were to if you were to program an HTML, what would it be? <laughs> the binary color code. So the leader in the clubhouse for the season on, on Fun Office Pools is UGA fan. How appropriate. Very could be normal, yeah. normal name. Uh, UGA fan is seventeen and five with one hundred and seven points. So that's, that's that's an impressive number. Of it points. is after all the craziness, the yeah. craziness that's yeah. happened. 
Joey Joe B underscore one is in second place. Come on, guys, y'all got to get more creative with these names. Uh, Sixteen His and name's six. Joe, leave him alone. <laughs> You're not going to like my name at all. <laughs> uh, also with 107. Oh, he's tied, or he or she is tied for uh, for first. And then you've got um, GA 26 engineer or ENGR 17 and five hundred five points. Here we go. Tied for third. Some say Bennett is still drunk. That's a name. That's a good name. <laughs> 17 and five. 105 points. Uh, then rounding out the top five, Sheriff Buford T. Justice, mm-hmm. uh, UGA Newt, and then Rhett, UGA 3. Um, some other mm-hmm. names of interest. 25th place, Mr. Tony Waller. 16 and 6 record. That's pretty strong. I also had App State, Texas A&M. I texted A&M winning, and that was my highest number of points. And I still moved up 50 spots. This is also a moment where I'd like to, for those that did not listen to the postgame show, Shout out to Tony freaking Wall. How much did we mock him last week about, oh, yeah, Marshall's going to keep it super close against Notre Dame. And then they beat him. Got to give, give it up for Mr. Waller over here. He's only eight points out of first place. Yeah. Uh, our friend Birdie Dog is uh, He's one, right there with me, right? one point yeah. behind you. Yeah, 98 points. UJ Carey, four mm. points behind you with 95 points. Will she Leach, was in town. I missed her last week. Will Leach is ranked 68th. Something. Uh, nice. Yeah, 93 no, points. So close. Uh, Chase Kelly is 127th. Michigan State place. quarterback Chase Kelly. It feels like he should be 76, but written out. He's 86 points. Mm. Don't know. He's 76. Oh yeah. Com. The seven six dot com. The seven six. Walker number 34 is. Uh, and that's my son. He's 14 and eight with 94 points. Still salty. Um, Jack, his brother, is 15 and 7 with 84 points. I couldn't find Katie. She's on there somewhere. Yeah, I, I forgot. Towards the what, bottom. Oh. Did not have a good week. Well, yeah. speaking of bottom, that's me. I'm 12 and 10 mm-hmm. with 80 points. Where's Will Leach? Who's that, man? He's 60, 68. 68. Oh, 68. That's right. Nice. Almost nice. I'm 165th. Okay. I mean, and I'm actually I'm actually moving my and you're scores trying. around. You're I'm trying. trying. Yeah. Trying. All right, so let's get into... Um, the picks. We've got game day at uh, Boone, North Carolina. By the way, I think this is awesome. It is. Right? If you're gonna if you're gonna have game day at an esoteric location, do it early in the season. Yeah. App State just beats Texas A and M. It'd have been cool if App State would have won their opener. Yeah. Oh god. That's a little. Well, they would have been. They would have been in the conversation for oh for for they, the college football for the playoff. spot where Marshall is yeah. basically at now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'd like to know. I, I was wondering if, if there were going to be trivia, if this would be a time to bring back out the Power Five programs that, because it's the first time Appalachian State's had, obviously, game day, bring out the old chestnut of what Power Five yeah. teams have never gotten. We'll on. bring that up later in the season. That's a great yeah. ask right there. I'll have to dive through the depths of Wikipedia on yeah. that. It's always a fun one. Um, I definitely know one school. It's still Illinois. Definitely not Illinois. There's not many. Driving for six. Um, so yeah, there. Troy is uh, visiting Appalachian State. App, App State's won four in a row in this uh, in this uh, rivalry. I guess Sun Belt rivalry. Rivalry. It is the first time that game day has been in Boone. And I was interested. I was. I've been to Boone a handful of times. Like yeah, I almost went to school there. Almost went to school there. Um, but it's hard to get to. And I mean, it's not hard to get to. It's just a pain to get to because you got like two lane roads at times. Anyway, I was wondering, like, okay, all these big dogs from ESPN. How are they getting there? Like, where are they flying into? So I found the closest airport that has commercial flights. I'd never heard of it before. It's called Tri-Cities Airport. Oh, Johnson City? Yeah. Well, it's uh, Blountville, Tennessee. Yeah. I guess Johnson City. I mean, are they City. taking private 
that would take private. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. there's private planes, yeah. but I'm thinking commercial. Pat um, McAfee doesn't fly commercial. It's. Uh, I just. It's, I'm sorry. I don't get the Pat McAfee it's, thing. I don't I get it. I don't. I, I don't even want to talk about it. I, I have to say. I, I like. I know people like him, and I just. I don't think he's get bringing. It. I think he's bringing a little bit of energy and pop to the to where you, he's I definitely mean, bringing energy. You, I'll give him a, that. You've got to prop Corso up, you know, and it's, it's not I, like Pollock brings a lot. I don't get the McAfee. I just. I don't get it. And like, and listen, whatever. Also, like. Dude, like you're on television. Like, wear a shirt. Like, honestly, like yeah, his fashion's not great. Like, I don't know. It's just I don't get it. People like him. I uh, I don't understand why. But I'm not one of those people. Yeah. Like, I even understand. Like, we've joked about Clay Travis on this. I understand why someone would listen to Clay Travis. I think they're wrong too. But I understand. I don't understand. I, I the McAfee thing is absolutely baffling to me. He I missed a get field it. goal that cost him a chance to play yeah. for the national championship. Yeah. I don't get it. People love him. I, people know. I respect like him, and I just I don't understand it. Um, so, who you got? App State. Oh, App State. They got to win to help you got this. I do, too. Moving right along, Kansas goes to Houston. It's the fourth all-time meeting. God, who picks these games? Kansas <laughs> is 3-0 all-time. So, Kansas, if you're not paying attention, Lance mm-hmm. Leipold's got it working. Went on the road. Uh, you know beat. the coach of Kansas? Lance Leipold, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a kind of a big deal. Who is yeah. that? He's Kansas coach. Yeah. Uh, he was the guy that Potentially came... the next coach at Nebraska. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. He came from Buffalo. Yeah. He's a program builder, right? I mean, like the minute they got him, they, were, people, they hired him. People were like, oh, Watch that out. is the perfect guy for them. Was, they beat West Virginia last week. They yeah, did. I have to say, I kind is of feel JT? like maybe JT Daniels should have come to Illinois, right? <laughs> like, Wasn't that a pick he, six? And he's got Tommy DeVito. He's got a better um, chance. Uh, you have a chance of making a bowl game in Illinois than you do at West Virginia. I'm going to pick Houston because they're the better football team. Do not be surprised if Kansas wins. I'm, I'm not ready to give Kansas this win yet, but like, good for them. And listen, listen, all, the, all those t- Kansas is getting better. Illinois is getting better. I would argue Vanderbilt is slowly getting better. Duke is getting better. Some yep. of those bottom teams, like it's when you put enough money into football, uh, you, you, you can uh, start improving. Yeah, I like Houston as well. Then you got Georgia Southern uh, getting on the road again um, to UAB. It's the first ever meeting, which I find interestingly strange that they've never played football before. Um, but it was 1,203 miles to Nebraska last week from Statesboro. That's a and long way in a school y- bus. You know what? It's a lot longer than I thought from Statesboro to Birmingham. It's like 360 miles. Well, it's, there's no easy way to get there. I mean, it's clear across both states, well, half of Alabama. But, um, yeah, I think uh, it's nice. It's a cute story that Georgia Southern beat Nebraska, but I think uh, UAB will definitely uh, take care of them, probably by two touchdowns this week. This, this is part of my uh, ongoing theory that um, Georgia Southern is going to collapse and Nebraska is going to win the Big Ten West <laughs> after Scott Frost. That's kind of what I'm hoping. Yeah, I, I think UAB wins. And then we got got uh, Free Shoes University going to Louisville. Florida State is 16-6 and all-time versus the Cardinals. But Louisville has won four out of the last six, which isn't surprising because they've played – Every year since 2016, Florida State's been garbage. So, uh, but having said all that, I still like Louisville. I'm picking Florida State. Louisville lost to Syracuse by all the points. So they did win last week. And a bit, uh, and a bit They're playing at home. Yeah, I'm yeah. picking. I'm picking Florida State, but I wouldn't be stunned. I'm telling you, Syracuse may be good. Yeah, I guess. Syracuse may be good. Yes. And then you got BYU at Oregon. Fun game. I think this is a fun game. Absolutely. It's the first trip by BYU to Eugene. I was going to say Oregon. Maybe they've been to Oregon State. 
But uh, first trip to Eugene since 1990. Uh, seventh meeting all time, and it's an even series. They're three and three. Look, I picked BYU last week, and they won. You um, picked BYU to make the playoffs. I did pick BYU to make the playoffs, which <laughs> means I think they're going to win this game. It's looking good. <laughs> I tell you, that's looking pretty good. Um, particularly because that Notre Dame game is not looking quite as scary as it looked like it uh, is not. not too long ago. I'm picking BYU as well. I'm going with Oregon. Now we've got Michigan State at Washington. This is the Spartans' first trip to Seattle since 1970, the fourth all-time meeting. Uh, what did, time is this game? This time, this it's game early. is 7:30. Oh, okay, so it's, it's not it's not after dark. Right? No, out there, no, no, definitely not out there. Um, so yeah, 4:30 kickoff. Yeah. I I wanted to know if you were a if you were a college co-ed wanting to make a road trip to Seattle. How far was it? It's 2,185 miles for the shortest route. But the route that you would probably go would be 110 miles longer than that. So it's going to be 2,195 miles. Do you know why I say the route you would probably take? Because you don't have to take a ferry. You have to take a ferry between (laughs) Muskegon, Muskegon, Michigan, and and Milwaukee, Milwaukee. Wisconsin. That's what... Google Maps tells you to do. I've done that ferry. I did that ferry my fiftieth birthday. Oh wow, that's fantastic. How does that happen? I mean, I know you get on a drive your car on a boat. How long does that take? You think I'm on a boat? Um, (laughs) An hour and a half. They're about yeah. Um, I went to when I was on book tour for God Save the Fan. I was like, I didn't understand West Coast geography very well. So I was like, we'll do San Francisco, actually. And Vallejo. then L.A. the next day. And then, No, I knew L.A., but I didn't. I was like, and they'll just drive up north to Seattle. And, uh, yeah, that was a mistake. Because was, I was still doing the site that's been entirely by myself that, at that time. So I got up at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning, wrote every Deadspin post in Ford in the middle of the day, and drove, like, 11 hours to go to Seattle. I hope no news broke that day. Yeah. Because <laughs> there was nobody to do it. So. No podcast back then. No, 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 no podcast. Chad Kelly says throws, no social media back then. Chad Kelly throws three touchdowns and uh, Michigan State wins. I think Michigan State wins as well. They're the only. Well, I can't say they're the only away team I picked this week, but they're the only away team I picked this week. So. I'm not sure. I'm taking Michigan State, but I am more wary than you guys are. Oh, I, yeah. I, actually, I think it's going to be a closer yeah. game. Washington's a little better than. Now, listen. Michigan State is for like we all love Mel Tucker, but like that was a huge freaking contract he got. You get one loss that you shouldn't have. It starts getting heavy on him real fast. Then you got, uh, now we're in the SEC, kind of, sort of, some SEC schools. Vanderbilt pays a visit to DeKalb, Illinois. <laughs> this is the fifth meeting between NIU and Vandy, which surprises me. But It's DeKalb, by the way. The what? It's, it's DeKalb. DeKalb in Illinois. DeKalb? Yeah. <laughs> It was so funny because when the election happened, everyone was like, why are they saying DeCab? It's DeCalb. It is not. <laughs> Here, it's DeCab. Right. There, it's DeCalb. Just like in New York, it's Houston and everywhere it's Houston. It's so funny because you're having the exact opposite experience of that everyone in Illinois had when they were watching the election DeKalb? returns. DeCalb? It's DeCalb. DeCalb. But, but it's wow. DeCab. Uh, but but uh, we think the way that you guys say it is strange. Okay. I mean, I accept that. I mean, there's an L right there. Decab. It's D E C A B. Decab. Decab. But there's, but that's no, not. I know. I know. We're I know. saying there's how it's silent stuff. letters in all kinds of words. But anyway, uh, NIU. <laughs> he makes a good point. NIU wins. Agreed. You're picking Vandy. I'm picking Vandy. Oh, wow. Okay. I like it. Drop for three is a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then we got Miami going to. How. how 
Yeah. How much does Jimbo love the fact that uh, an upstart Mario Cristobal 13-ranked team rolls into College Station? I think they're going to beat the crap out of Miami. Really? I do. I think Texas A&M wins this by points. Is is this his uh, his, um, his Saban losing to Louisiana Monroe moment? uh, No, I don't think it's like that. I just, I think. I think I'm going to go ahead and take Miami, but I like where your head's at. Yeah. You know, you know who AM plays next week? Alabama. That's next week? That's next week. In <laughs> Tuscaloosa. They're going to lose this like 570 turn, points. This could turn on them fast, man. Top, At top. least he's getting and giving them a bargain. <laughs> I think AM somehow wins it as well. Then you got uh, Mike Leach heading down to Brian Kelly. Mm-hmm. Well, well, see, he, that boy throws the ball around a lot. I, I say family and. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I declare. Um, Can you tell me how many times Mississippi State and LSU have played? 195. 11. Somewhere in between. Somewhere in between. <laughs> this is the 115th meeting. I was closer than Will was. Oh, yeah, my I know. God. I was, just trying, I was just trying to make sure. Yeah, but I won according to prices, right? Yeah. yeah. And you remember what happened two years ago where coming off a national championship, Mike Leach comes down there and just – Breaks. I, I and then Mississippi State was kind of lousy the rest of the year. Yeah, it was a weird sort of thing. I think I'll pick LSU, but I don't like it. I will pick LSU, and I will like it more. I will pick LSU as well, and I'm I don't have an opinion whether I like it or not, but I'm fine with it, or I wouldn't have picked it. Anyway, going down to the last pick of the pick'em, we're not doing the Georgia game this week. Somehow Tony didn't put it on there. Almost a thirty-eight point line, so. Uh, Penn State visits Auburn, and this is Penn State's first ever visit to Auburn. They have played in Tuscaloosa before in 1990, but this is the first visit. And Auburn will not have the Bo Nix experience like they did last year in Penn State when it was close. And I remember there's something with the sideline and the goal line or something where a receiver caught it. And then was Bo Nix not playing? <laughs> this is the year. If Penn State, of all the years for Penn State to choose to, to that it lands to where they're playing mm-hmm. at Auburn, this is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Penn State. I frankly am not sure Penn State's that good, but I know Auburn's not that good, so I'm taking Penn State. Yeah, they had a struggle win versus San Jose yeah. State last week. Also, uh, we in Illinois call it San Josie. Really? No. no, no sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I have. I've been saying because Auburn and disarray means crazy things happened. Uh, I say, I still say Auburn rolls into Georgia 5-0. And mm, I'm okay. going to pick Penn State. I'm sorry, Auburn to beat Penn sorry, State. That was very confusing for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I will pick Auburn to upset Penn State. I've got what all time? the home teams. Is that a night game? I think that is a 3.30 game. Yeah, the CBS game. Yeah. I have to say, I am actively excited to watch a Georgia game on television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really have not watched very many Georgia So, what, yeah, you're, you're just going to watch it at the house? I'm just wondering where I think we're just going to hang out. Yeah. We're gonna, we're I entertain the nice. idea. We're going to put the board of the pool. Yeah. Nice. I entertain the idea of going to Columbia, but my dad wants to watch it with us. So, we're awesome. going to ride to Stone Mountain. Oh, we're going to watch cool. the game with fine. dad. And the nice. boys are fine with it because Walker has a baseball tournament on Sunday, and he was like, but we have to drive, and I was like, I get it, I get it. So I'm doing the most decadent thing that is available to me during um, during the football season. 
I'm sitting in my house watching a football game. Yeah, it's going to be nice, yeah. right? Yeah, it's, really it's, really it's, it's kind of weird, right? Yeah. It's kind of weird. It's just, it works out because my in-laws are in town uh, Saturday afternoon uh, because they're going to Hawaii, I think, on Sunday. So they know. Why they, wouldn't they? I, they are retired and uh, yeah. they cash out the 401k at the top. So good, good for them. For good, good. Um, but. You mean yesterday? <laughs> yeah, not today. Last week, <laughs> not today. Uh, but. Um, yeah, so we're just gonna watch the game at the house. We're, I'm, I'm definitely cooking chicken because it's a, a tradition never dies. Uh, or I'm getting fried chicken or something. Will you will you tweet something when you take a picture of the chicken on the smoker about Cock Commander? Just we just want to oh, kind of yes, put that thank in your you. head. Yeah, okay. of course, of course. Okay. So. Um, I think I think Georgia wins forty to thirteen. I don't know how they get there. Um, you know, I predicted forty the first week. I kind of tried to get there. Last week was kind of almost there. So uh, I think. 40 because you know we've had some we've had some weird scoring already you know like where you have safeties around the country and then like missed field goals or missed extra point somehow somehow we get to 40 so i think 40 to 13 uh i i think this if they can get through this one without giving up a touchdown i feel like they can run a little bit uh, I don't think they're going to quite get it. feels like there's going to be one. feels like this is the one we'll get one. We'll all kind of grow. And they're like, what's happened to Georgia's defense? Uh, but I, I'm going to go. I feel like this is a game where they they try to put up some points, particularly after kind of last week where it was a little sluggish. I think they try to put up some points. I'm going to go uh, Georgia 46 and South Carolina 10. Get the old Super Bowl 20 score. Oh, wow. Um, so... So I'll be honest, when I walked in here, I was a little worried about what this game was going to be like. I was ready to call this to be a lot closer than y'all, say, 30 to 13. Um, but the more I think about it, the more I realize um, you know, Bill Conley has this game uh, almost straight up on the number at like, I think he said 38 to, what would be 24, right? Uh, 14. Um, and I am... I am not unwilling to entertain that Will that Buchanley is right or close right. So let's call it 40 to 13. Georgia 13. wins. 48 13? 40. 40 to 13. 40. Oh, so you stole my number. Did I? Yeah. Was that the number you were saying? I said 40 to 13. I don't listen to you, so okay. um, sorry. That's fine. I don't yeah. even listen to myself. We can do, we can do uh, the same one. 40 well, to 13. You had the same number? Yeah. I'll say 41 13. Well, for what it's uh, worth, one dollar. I was listening to Scott. Yeah. For, I mean, yeah, you get I do. the exact same score, and then you just... I'll do, well, I'll do 41. I'll do 41-13. Yes. But I was too preoccupied. I was almost too preoccupied wondering how do you get... No, I was questioning how do you get to 40. How do you get to 46? Will said 46. Yeah. That's I, a lot I, of feelings. I I, so, I, I mean, I had honestly... Four, three safeties. Will, actually, Will got me thinking. Will got me... Oh, Iowa the hard way. Um, so, which is a different <laughs> that, thing. That's called the Iowa orgy. That's what that's called. <laughs> The um, yeah. So I, I, South I was I was really the whole time. Will was talking. I was like, but if we don't give up a field goal, it could be twelve. Just be funny and say forty-one twelve. <laughs> but that's at forty thirteen yeah. because like I had to add a point, take a point. So it's fine. I'll um, say forty-one twelve to be different. Okay. Well, we're it's almost like you're uh, betting uh, the the red or the black when you when you're betting also on the inside of a roulette. Yep. Or something to hedge your bet. That sounds exactly right. I don't play roulette until something it's really like late, and I've had many drinks. So I'm very confused by the rules for that. Um, all right. Well, hey everybody, I, I'm proud of us for actually watching all game on television, and hopefully you get to hear this podcast. Maybe you do. <laughs> maybe. maybe you don't. And, and you know, some people don't have Apple Podcasts. I know. I know. 
But I'm just saying, if it doesn't go up, please throw eggs at every person you see looking at an iPad or an iPhone. iPhone. Right? Unless it is me or, or Scott. Or eating an apple. <laughs> right? Yes. Or or just uh, existing in Amer- America today at all. Or, or enjoying any product made with a very small 11-year-old Chinese hands. Um, <laughs> God. All right. Uh, have a great time. Enjoy the game, everybody. Uh, and hey, uh, be safe out there. We'll talk to you on, sa- on Sunday. <laughs> Go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs> thanks so much for listening uh we'll be back on sunday or i won't be will and tony will be back on sunday uh to, with my small chinese 11 year old to give you the post-game reaction to uh georgia's 40 to 13 win over south carolina uh make sure to go check out the76.com um or follow them on social media 76 apparel on instagram and twitter use code wsls for free shipping. We'll see you on campus uh, next week for the Kent State game. We'll talk about that next week. But until then, go dogs. Go dogs. Suddenly became the darkest timeline. <laughs> it's so wild. Okay, I gotta go. Yep.